When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, how we doing? It's your girl Jessie May. This is the Sharp Tongue Podcast, a special Dr. Peluso episode. Thank you for listening, subscribing. I appreciate your support. If you'd like to support me more, go to my Patreon page, become a member of the Fun Hoss, become a member, and pick any tier you want. Support the cause. I appreciate it ahead of time. There's exclusive videos and bonus podcast episodes over there. And I appreciate it ahead of time. There's so many fun things that I'm putting out and I'm actually enjoying creating something new and something that has nothing to do with the podcast, but also some bonus episodes for you guys. And right now the regular podcast video is available on my YouTube page. So you can get my podcast videos on my YouTube page. You can get BAM, Bong and Movie. Those are available on my YouTube page as well as other clips and fun shit that'll be available over there. Patreon's going to get exclusive stuff only for Patreon. Join it. Go to patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. And my YouTube page is youtube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. I am a fucking singer. Thank you so much for your support. And you guys know I'm making custom videos. What? Is your dad acting a fool? Is your dad newly single? Is your mom in need of some motivation? I just motivated a a lovely lady recently who needed a little pick-me-up after having a few kids. Hire me. Book me. I'm on Cameo. Book Cameo. It's a dope app. There's a bunch of people on there. Random people, famous people, celebrities, athletes. I will make you a custom video. It's a whole bunch of fun. A whole bunch of fun. We need more fun in this quarantine. Are you guys going crazy? I'm going crazy. It's 137 degrees in New York. I'm not even in New York. I'm in LA. I don't know where I am. Help. Help. Help me help you. It is so stinking hot in LA. I guarantee that the San Andreas Fault is about ready to snap off. It's going to be a a whole disaster here. I don't know if I'm going to stay either. Everyone's leaving. I I might just have to find a new place to live. Maybe I'll finally get that farm in Idaho with a bunch of alpaca. Carlin, can you stop scratching yourself? Every episode has some noise of you scratching, farting, barking, licking the microphone. This is a dog-friendly show. (laughs) I might just pack my dogs up and get the fuck out of L.A. too. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go down. There's so much changing and evolving, but the one thing that's consistent the one thing that is here to stay that's dr peluso this episode i give a lot of advice about breakups how to figure out what you're going to do in this quarantine and as always i try and give you the advice that i've been given myself and also advice that i give to myself personally we only learn by trial and error and this bitch has made a lot of error a whole lot of error And I also promised you an episode about my breakup, which I will have featuring my therapist, hopefully within the next couple weeks. But I go into it a little bit on this episode. I get personal, a little bit more vulnerable, a lot more real. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please subscribe and share. Thank you so much. Coming up, the wise Dr. Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me 
We did it. I'm here, Dr. Peluso, in a bikini top, my lipstick's all over my face, because it is hot as fuck in LA. It's hot as hell. Right now, let's see how warm it is. Check our trusty weather. Uh, it's actually not too, too bad. 84 degrees. Still pretty steamy. It was like 172 yesterday. I am going to be responding to your Dr. Peluso submissions. If you guys want to submit questions, you can go on my Instagram story every Monday through Tuesday for a 24-hour period and submit questions on my Instagram story. And I get to some of them on the IG and then some of them on the podcast. So that's how we're doing it. I also have a Delisha. Delisha? Delisha. That sounds like a, a country. It sounds like a, a, a planet in another galaxy. I am from Delisha. I'm drinking delicious Yerba Mata tea because coffee makes me shit my pants. Too much information? Well, whatever. The Yerba Mata is delicious. I'm wearing lipstick because I'm putting in effort. Trying to put in effort. You know... I know Yoda says do or do not. There is no try. But sometimes a bitch has to try. Sometimes it's hard to find motivation. And and even like a day where you're actually doing shit, sometimes you just don't want to. You literally have to like drag yourself through what you're doing. But then on on the flip of that, I realize that sometimes I need to wake up and just be fucking grateful that I'm awake. But then again, I realize we're in quarantine and it's month 670 fucking two. No one knows what's going on. I'm furious. I've been furious lately. There's a lot going on. This quarantine's been fucking insane. I've talked about it before. You know, I haven't been on stage since March. I did a show, thanks to Jack Jr. from the Ha Ha Cafe in Los Angeles. Great comedy club. Hopefully they can open after all of this craziness. He ran a show at a house in the Hollywood Hills this past Friday, and it was the first time I got on stage since March, which was the longest break I've ever had in stand-up comedy. And it felt great. It was at a house with a pool. It was a sold-out show. Everyone had seats six feet apart, couples and friends, and, you know, a couple 22-year-old boys that were hitting on me, and I was like, is your dad single? Because a bitch is looking for a man. So that was an exciting revelation, an exciting thing that happened for me. I actually got to do stand-up because it's been so long, and I don't want to do Zoom shows. I'm sorry. All of you that are doing them, good for you. I don't fucking want to. I'm too good for a Zoom show. Not that the people watching it are pieces of shit. I just have standards. And everyone has their own situation they're in and everything's relative. It's just that's not where I'm at in my life right now. I'm about to film a Netflix show. And then I'm going to film my Netflix special. So, you know, I got to keep it. I got to keep it cute and I got to keep it correct. It's the only way I can do it. I can only do... What I'm willing to do, and I'm not willing to do Zoom comedy in my fucking shorts from my living room. I'll do my <laughs> I'll do my podcast that way. <laughs> but then again, it's like it's just not for me. It's not that I'm talking shit about people who are doing it. It's just not for me. And just because something's not for me doesn't mean I still can't talk shit about it. <laughs> You know, I think the most important thing is for us to keep it as real as we can. And if I'm being real, this quarantine has been hard for me, too. Even though I speak a lot about motivation and how to keep yourself motivated and ways to overcome the darkness and frustration and fear, I still experience those fucking things, especially because, like I said, I hadn't done stand-up in months. I lost all of my road work, and this year was going to be a really big year on the road for me, so I lost all that road work. My relationship fell apart, so that was fun. I haven't seen my family since... I don't fucking know when, February? And that some of you might be like, oh, God. I can't, that's not that long. I actually like my family. 
we don't always get along, but I love them and I try to see them as much as I can because I'm on an opposite coast. I live in LA. My family's in upstate New York. So a lot of the travel I did allowed me to sneak away and go upstate for a couple of days and then come back to LA. So while I was traveling, doing road work, I was also able to see my family regularly. So I got used to that routine. And so all of my routines have been completely fucking uprooted. All of them. No stand up. Even though I did that show this past weekend, but it was at a, it, it, it was a, it was a wonderfully produced show. Jack did a great job. Jack Jr. did a great job. Even though I hit on his dad from the stage. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm in that zaddy mode. He did a great job, but it wasn't the same. You know, it's not like what it's like when you perform in a comedy club, when there's people, a whole room of people and everyone's close and the energy's so kinetic and, and, and it's so, you know, everything's electric and, and it's magnetic and it's contagious. It's all the most amazing aspects of life in one room in one moment for one show. So it's, it's, it's honestly, it's been really fucking hard for me. If I'm going to be completely fucking honest, this quarantine has been so motherfucking difficult, but I've slept a lot. Your girl's in bed by nine. Most nights. I mean, I've hoarded up a couple nights, but you know, you got to keep it balanced in your life, but it's been really, really hard. And I think it's important for me to say that because even though I post things on my Instagram story, that looks like I'm having a good time, and I am, I'm still going through shit. I still go through things and and experience things and have emotions, and I still have a life and things that I do just like you guys. You know, fuck, I went through a breakup just like you fuckers do. For some reason, people think when you're famous or a celebrity or somebody who's in the limelight or whatever you want to call it, that we don't have emotions and we don't go through things. It's like, what the fuck? (sighs) Yeah, I'm a human being. I cry a lot and it feels good. I love to cry. I love to fucking, oh, my credit card's in my back pocket. I love to let it out, especially like in a Marshall's fitting room. I've talked about it. A great place for a, a good grief cry is in a Marshall's fitting room. But I've ex- I experience all those emotions and those emotions drive me to create. That's what drives me to be creative. Those adverse emotions and those adverse experiences in life, the thing that the shit that hurts. The stuff that hurts the most creates the most beautiful art. And unfortunately, I've gone through a lot of pain these past few months. And I, it's you know, I, I've struggled because my relationship, my relationship fell apart and I, I don't really make my relationship public for the public consumption. I, I I like some things for privacy and some things for myself. So a lot of you are like, you had a boyfriend, bitch. I mean, I've talked, I've spoke about him here and there on different podcasts and like a couple of my close comedy friends know and you know, I've talked about it on their podcasts and, but it's not like, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend because I like some part of my life to be private because so much of my existence is shared on social media. So I want something for myself, but also, you know, it, it makes it harder because then people start asking you questions and you're, they're like, wait, you went through a breakup? Wait, you had a boyfriend? (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking brutal, you know, but I'm a strong bitch. I can handle things, but I also have to allow myself to go through those emotions without worrying about anything other than healing. And I think people forget that like when you go through a breakup, it's also a form of grief. There is loss associated with that. And I don't know if he's listening He stopped listening to my podcast fucking months ago, I think, but maybe he's listening. I have no idea. And then those thoughts go through your mind because I'm a fucking human being, but you just have to keep going. It's not that you 
don't give a fuck. You just move on because you have to. You find things to do and you keep working. And for me, the thing that I try to do every single day is to grow. Find out how I can implement things into my life so that I continue to evolve. I love evolution. That's one of the reasons why my relationship didn't work. He didn't want to evolve. I'll fucking say it. He didn't want to evolve. He put in minimal effort. He put in minimal effort and I was the one driving a lot of the evolution and you can't do that. It's not balanced. And that's when girls have to realize that you are, you're acting you're treating it like a fixer-upper. You're treating your mind, your heart, your soul, and your pussy like HGTV. Stop fixing motherfuckers. Stop fixing motherfuckers because all you're doing is fixing them for the next bitch. You know? And you're not getting paid. I should start a business. Fix him-upper. Like, like that's what, what my show is going to be. You bring me your broken, your battered, <laughs> your weak, and your Is that on the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> She's laughing at herself again. What a rotten, what a horrible person. People talking about me laughing at myself. Sometimes I find the shit I say funny and the scenario is hilarious. And I don't need to explain myself to you. Suck a dick. But each relationship gets you closer to to some semblance of freedom from your former self. If you have self-awareness and if you allow yourself to grow, you can shed that old emotional cocoon and step into someone anew. And I try and do that every single time. I am so self-aware. I I know what all of my shit is and I talk about it and I've t- and I talked about it in my relationship. But that motherfucker didn't want to have self-awareness. You know, and I gaslighting is so annoying, so annoying. It's so stressful and so fucking frustrating when you want to go and talk about something to heal together and you get told what what you're doing wrong. If you're doing that in a relationship, fucking stop. We all do shit wrong. We all are trying to grow. We're all broken. And it's important as a deliverer of a message to not go you, 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 you. Be curious instead of accusatory in a relationship. So important to change your accusatory tone into something of curiosity because curiosity wants a resolution. Accusion, uh, accusations want to win. The resolution is to be right. I don't want to be right. I want the situation and scenario to be good for everybody. I have no ill will. I only want love and honesty and respect and growth so it's important while you're in a relationship to make sure that what how you're packaging what you're talking about isn't coming across as an accusation and so when you get gaslit after you've already packaged this in a way where you're setting it up for success and growth you got to move on it's not your job to fix people it's not your job to be somebody else's fucking therapist Sorry, I love you, but I'll say it. I know where I know what my contribution is to all the relationships I've been in. I know every single one because I have self-awareness. And then there's a few times where I'm like, oh, that's how I occur. You can always learn things about yourself, but you have to carry on and hold the things you've done in the past so you don't repeat your own history. Are you bitches listening to me? Are you dudes listening to me? Yeah, I'm a funny bitch. You can find, come out and see my shows whenever this shit reopens. I'll make you laugh your ass off. But I also got a lot of experience and shit to share with you. That's why we're doing a Dr. Peluso episode. Because all you motherfuckers have questions for me. But it's important to grow in a relationship because you're growing for yourself. And one of the biggest ways to grow is to let go. The only way to grow is to let go. And it could be let going, uh, letting go of a person, letting go of an attitude, an idea, letting go of how you were before. Letting go is the most important aspect of growth, in my opinion. And, you know, I told you guys I was going to talk about my relationship and 
my breakup, I'm going to have my therapist on (laughs) because I think it's important to be just as vulnerable and um, willing to put myself on the chopping block, especially if I'm going to be talking about my past relationship, which it may seem strange to like divulge the details of the breakup, but when I didn't really talk about the relationship, but I think in the vein of helping people and wanting to show that all people experience hardships, then that's the goal. That's my goal. That's I think it's important to put myself on the chopping block so you fuckers don't make the same mistakes or make the same mistakes and the next time you grow. In order to grow, you have to let go. Remember that shit. It's real. It's real. And the most important thing you can let go are pieces of yourself that no longer serve you. This year, Bamata has got, gotten right to my goddamn soul. I'm speaking the truth. I'm spitting the truth. Look at these fucking elbows. Are you kidding me? Look at that perpendicular pore. Check it out. I'm sorry. I swear. That's what I get for being a cocky bitch. <clears throat> it went up my nose. Let's get into some Dr. Peluso questions. <laughs> uh, at it's the JB. Would you rather be at a party and poop in the only toilet knowing you'll clog it or poop in the yard? Poop in the yard. Are you kidding me? Poop in the yard. That's going to be the title of the podcast. <laughs> episode (laughs) poop in the yard there's I I have nightmares of clogging toilets but I also like especially like if it's a house party I don't know the person there's been times I've clogged and I ran you know it's like a dine and dash you just pinch a loaf and you you just haul ass drop ass and haul ass I there's been times where I'm like don't go in there and I just leave and it's my house party <laughs> but yeah absolutely I'm gonna poop in the yard all day I think it would be fun to shit in a bush come on it's Saturday let's get wild at k I'm sorry at j dot clips who's the boyfriend well welcome to the party a little late he's gone how's your dad at Morgan Ellisinger Girl, why do I keep feeling like I got a vom? What the fuck? You pregnant. You got a baby in your belly tonight. Belly tonight. It's not a fupa. What? It's not a fupa. Huh? It's a motherfucking baby. Oh, shit. You better get a pregnancy test. Sounds like you're pregnant. That's probably why you can't stop throwing up. Or you're allergic to something you're eating. But I'm going to guess. You you got some sperm in there, and that sperm and the egg were like, yo, what's up? And they cooked a baby, and now the quarantine just got a little bit trickier. <laughs> Good luck. Invite me to the baby shower. At Allah Lola. Ideas to date and have sex in this pandemic, please. Don't. Don't. Do not. Bitch, it's not worth the COVID. The dick is not worth the COVID, especially because let's be honest, the quality of D you're going to get in a quarantine is not going to be up to the quality you deserve. And you're just filling a void. Now is a great time to find peace in the silence and to find solitude in the calm and to find what you love to do and to work on something you've been putting off because you don't have the time. There's... There's a real opportunity in this time, which is so unprecedented, to actually take time to be calm and quiet and to do nothing and to shed yourself of need and desires and all of that. But also eat pizza like five nights in a row, like find your balance. But you don't need COVID dick. But creative ways to date, ideas to date, do some FaceTime dates. Take your time getting to know someone. Look, my relationship was two years long distance. And (laughs) when we got into the same place, he kind of felt like a different person. 
And maybe he could say the same about me, but I doubt it because I'm pretty much who I am. But possibly we'll see what my therapist has to say. But even taking, it takes a long time to get to know somebody two years long distance. And I still felt like I really didn't know him. So take your time getting to know somebody. And if you're horny, get a good vibrator. Jimmy Jane is a great company. Check them out. Take care of your kitty cat yourself. And don't always use your vibrator. Use your mind and your fingers. You don't need machines and men to please you all the time. At Inamaya G. I hate everyone. Is this normal? Girl, you're probably about to bleed. Okay. It's just a fleeting emotion. And the fact that you're asking a question about it shows some self-awareness. Sure. There's days where I'm like, fucking shit. And it's like someone's grandma. There's days where I want to scream at the elderly. There's days when I want to kick a baby. I would never, but I, I think about it heavily. And I'm sure some of you parents who've had to homeschool your asshole children have thought about it too. I'm not here condoning child abuse. I think it's terrible. I'm just saying, you know, if Casey Anthony's case happened now, would everybody be so shocked? Would we be so shocked? And I have to laugh to show you guys that I'm joking because we're in this overly sensitive culture where everyone's getting fucking canceled and humor's being censored. Meanwhile, we wonder why we're so depressed and suicidal and have all these issues and these mental problems because we're being constricted, restricted, and censored, and we don't have outlets. So come here. It's safe. It's the safe, unsafe zone with Jesse May. <laughs> Got to make sure I drink my Yerba slow. So is it normal to hate everyone? Sure. Is it normal to continue hating everyone? No. So you need to work out your anger. Take some, do some exercise. Take some online classes. There's so many different YouTube videos available. I'm learning to do splits now. I'm centering all my excess anxiety and anxious energy into stretching at night and learning how to do a split. I've been saying that for years, for 20 years. I want to learn how to do a split and it's about damn time. So go do some splits, you angry bitch. At Betty Pluonk. Pluonk? Pluonk? At Betty Pluoink, I want to take edibles during the day, but I have kids and they're needy. (laughs) Take the fucking edibles. Take the edibles. Are you kidding me? You should take the edibles because you have kids. Women who have children should be prescribed edibles, not antidepressants. You know what the nature's antidepressant is? An edible. Take it. You'll be fine. Just maybe microdose to start off just to see where your sweet spot is. Start with like five milligrams. Go easy. That's what I give my sister. She's like, I can't. I have to be a good mom. I'm like, you're not a good mom. Take an edible. You're a good mom. Weed can improve your parenting. It's science. It'll calm you down. It'll take the edge off. It'll make you more present. Hey, maybe you'll actually play with your kids instead of putting an iPad in their hand. Have fun. Because the childhood is such a short, fleeting blip of time in their whole lifespan that you're letting it pass you by because you're stressed out. And I get it. I don't have kids. I have three dogs, which equals like one really difficult child. But I understand that it's got to be hard. I see my sister. It's hard for her. She's got two toddlers running around. They're running amok. They run the roost. You need a break. Take an edible. All the good parents do. (laughs) And don't feel guilty about it. Let me know how it works. Let me know how it works, please. At Julia Rolson. Coincidence, I found a cure for my coincident retardism, retardment, retardative. I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea what you're saying, but thank you. Uh, Gold Poo asks, why you so hot? It's just an outlook. I think I'm so hot because of my energy, my attitude, my personality. I mean, of course, the bone structure doesn't hurt. I think I'm a nice person. I'm genuine. I'm creative and talented. Tell me when to stop. And and some people will think I sound conceited, which is so crazy because in a society and culture where historically women have been kind of, you know, treated I don't know if you've heard. We haven't been treated the greatest. Listen to my Honeydew podcast. In a society where we're kind of objectified and told to shh, 
and we talk confidently about ourselves, it's not seen as, it's seen as confidence. It's seen as arrogance or being conceited. But I don't give a shit either way. I'm a beautiful woman. That's why I'm so hot inside and out. And my farts don't smell. So that helps. At RayTayAnakin24. I'm nervous about starting a new job. I'm on... I'm in a new place. I'm just overwhelmed and stressed. That's okay. But you have a new job. Be grateful. Start with gratitude in the morning when you wake up. Just be grateful that you woke up and you have a new day to start something new. And then maybe list a few things you love about yourself and repeat those on your way to work. And if somebody at work says some shit that's not cool, you should just you should just drown them with positivity. Literally kill them with kindness. And, and maybe some of the things that you're experiencing are just all created in your mind out of fear and insecurity. And you should realize that life is short and we're floating in outer space. And at any moment, a meteorite could hit us. There could be a, a volcano could erupt. The San Andreas Fault could snap off and we all sink into the fucking ocean if you're on the West Coast. Have a little perspective and realize you got a new job and you're a badass bitch and enjoy it. Because life is short. So make it count, bitch. Um... At Shelby B, at Shelly B three one five two. I really need to learn how to read. Weed makes you forgetful, right? Cause asking for a friend. Well, here's the thing: weed, marijuana, can cause temporary, short-term memory loss and like weird judgment lapses of memory and judgment issues. But it's not a real long-term thing. You have to smoke a lot of weed, I think. Don't quote me on this, but. I'm pretty sure you have to smoke a shitload of weed to cause severe memory loss. You're, you're going to cause more memory loss, detrimental memory loss, by eating sugar, by eating, you know, shitty carbs, by not exercising. There's more things that you do to your life that contributes to memory loss than smoking weed. So if that's your fear, maybe look into your diet and exercise regimen and see if you can improve those. And you could improve your memory and still get high. Dr. Peluso. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got. At Fluffy Life of Nero and Macabre. We've seen a bong in a movie, but will we ever see mushrooms in a movie? Ooh, good idea. We could try that. I don't know if you guys have listened. Bong and movies on my YouTube. It's my YouTube channel. It's my YouTube show. We haven't posted a couple movies in a few weeks. I have to do another one. I'll do one this week. I've been busy. But it's bam, bong and movie where I get stoned and watch a movie. But I love the idea of doing shrooms. Ah, fluffy life of Nero and Macabre. Email me ideas. Comedy at gmail.com. Email me ideas to watch on shrooms. What movies I can watch on shrooms. At Foos Goalie, sending you a cold brew and some lightly salted peanuts for Carlin. Wow. Um, you obviously have never had a pit bull because I feel like salted peanuts would make his farts smell like an atomic menagerie of a shit storm. And I appreciate the sentiment, but please don't because my dog will shit everywhere. He's so sensitive and his farts are brutal. The most brutal farts ever. I don't know if it's a pit bull thing. Confirm or deny. You guys let me know. Is it a pit bull thing? Because Jesus, his asshole is like the, it's the doorway to hell. At Sherman 5465. What up, Blakey Sherms? Will there be a season two of Tiger King asking for a friend? I fucking hope so. I think about that show every few days. I honestly do because of how ridiculous it was. And it was the beginning of quarantine. Remember way back then? And we thought it was all going to be fine. We thought we were going to be fine, and we will, but not without some trials and tribulations along the way. You know, like me almost drowning in my yerba mate. But season two of Tiger King would be dope. I might have to rewatch it because I kind of forget some of the lines. I put snake oil on my boots. I remember that one. I am never going to financially recover from this. Carol Baskins, you bitch. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskins, definitely killed her husband. For sure murdered her husband. Uh, let's see. We've got a couple more questions down here. We've got, let me pull this up. At Cool Buzz, Tasty Waves. Beatles or Stones? 
there's such a debate over the Beatles. They were only together for like five or six years, and they had more number one hits than, I think they had like the most number one hits out of any band. And there's people who can't stand the Beatles. There's only a few songs that I absolutely love of the Beatles. I appreciate their music. Don't, don't get me down. Don't let me down is one of my favorite songs, but I don't even know if that's like technically the Beatles. If I hear Imagine, I appreciate it, but let's be honest, it's fucking annoying. Um, help, I need somebody, help. I mean, I sing that every time I need help, but I, I, I'm a rock and roll chick. I love rock and roll, and Beatles feels more, I don't know, there, it, it's just, it sounds like the type of music that Manson might have played, you know, at, at his... <laughs> commune on his compound I feel like it's Beatles is the type of music that plays in the background of a horrible murder and the Stones is just like rock and roll I mean the Stones I I feel like that I can relate to that music more so I'm gonna have to go Stones especially because Mick Jagger is literally the fountain of youth and we all need to drink his blood to survive the apocalypse at Joey Oa Joey Yayo Joey Yayo how do I get my dude out of his rut? He's bummed. It's not my job to fix him. I just need, I just, I just see him smile again. I, I'm, I'm assuming you want to say, I just want to see him smile again. Well, you hit the nail on the head, Joey. It is not your job to fix him. And if he's in a rut, he's in a rut. He's got to get himself out. It's not your job to do that. You know, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of this episode. Don't be a fixer upper. There is support and there are ways to support people. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit because I kind of went through this, you know, trying to like get my dude out of his depression and doing things to make him feel good and trying to improve his life. What, what about you, Joey? What about how you're improving your life? What are you doing to keep yourself happy and active and moving and all of that? People's independent issues are not your responsibility. Well, everybody needs support and we need to reach out and help those that are struggling. And a lot of people suffer with depression. There's a fine line between helping people out and being taken advantage of and having someone else's negativity draw you and suck you in. You have to be careful of emotional vampires. There's a difference between people who are struggling and emotional vampires. And you need to ask yourself which one your man is or your girl. You have to be careful because we all want to help. We all want, some of us, most of us at some point in our life will be fixers, will be project managers. And you'll hear more about that when I have my therapist on about the roles people play in their relationships. But in this instance, like, girl, come on, you look young, you look beautiful. It's not your job to get your dude out of his rut. If he's not willing to work on himself, it's it, it becomes a sticky place where you are spending your energy working on him. You can't work on him if he's not working on him. So there's a lot of questions to ask. There's a lot of things to sort of decipher between what's going on with him. Is he an emotional vampire or is he someone who's struggling? And then you can go from there. But bitch, don't let his energy and negativity suck you in and bring you down because that shit will drown you. It will drown you if you let it. At rgar22, how do you get over a painful heartbreak when you can't stop thinking about the idiot? Girl! Look, delete everything. Delete the number. Delete the photos. Throw things away. Move your furniture around. Change your hair. Work out. Do something creative. Create something. Paint. Dance. Call your friends. Text your mom. Text your sister. Text your dad. I can't text mine. He's dead, but I still do sometimes because I just like the idea that somewhere his soul is able to receive the message. Move. Cry. But move more than you cry. Give yourself, set yourself up for the ability to heal, grow, and evolve. And make sure you also ask yourself what you did in the relationship to contribute and how you can evolve in your next relationship. And also set an intention for what you want in your life. Set an intention for what you think you deserve and what you want out of your next partner. And, and start to really believe that you're worth more than you've been receiving. And what you've been receiving is, is a result of how much you think you're worth. So start there. <laughs>
<laughs> I can go on and on and on about this. But honestly, you really need to find a way to heal in a healthy fashion. Because you can't just think about them all the fucking time. Of course it's going to be sad. Of course you're going to be sad. But you're thinking about who he was in the beginning, not who he was at the end. You're thinking about... You're thinking of him probably in a way you wish he was, not as he really is. Sometimes when we're in breakups or going through things, we fantasize and romanticize about the person we're thinking about instead of really thinking about who they actually are. We think about who they were in the beginning, and sometimes people can switch the game. Some dudes like to chase, and when they get what they've chased and and have been after, they're bored. Mm -hmm. Okay, you hear me? I know what's going on. Um, Yeah, they get bored. And so you've got to stop putting yourself in a scenario where you're going to miss them so much. Delete the photos, delete the number, delete all the messages, the IG, the DMs, the Snapchats, the TikToks. Delete it all. Let go, bitch. Learn to let go. Okay? That's how you deal with every fucking relationship. Think about it. Every day you let go of something and hopefully it's a piece of you that was holding you, you, holding you back and holding you captive. Hopefully every day we let go of a piece of ourself that has anchored us from becoming into a better version of ourselves. So do that. Start there, bitch, because you're worth it. At traditional Archer 1982, good year, I poop too much. (laughs) I do too. I poop so much. I have a whole joke about it. I am like a woodland creature. I shit on the run. It's cute little pellets. Boop, 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 boop. It looks like little chocolates, like little cute chocolates, little cute chocolate truffles in the forest. I poop too much too, but it, it might just mean that you have a really good system. It might mean you have a high metabolism, but I'm looking at your photo here, traditional archer, and you look like you're you've you're uh, a hefty fella. It looks like you have very full cheeks, so I wonder if maybe you have like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, or possibly Crohn's. I hope you're eating healthy. You do look like you have a healthy weight, uh, maybe a couple extra lbs, but that's okay. You know, people can be healthy up to a certain you know, up to, with some respect, let's, let's be real, but you might want to look into what you're eating. And if you're eating like sugar and processed foods, that could be why you're shitting a lot. Bad foods make you poop just as much as good foods, but I, I poop a lot, but I also eat like a llama. I did have a piece of pie last week in Big Bear, but no one saw me eat it. So it didn't count. Um, at Anthony Emmett, Emmett, if I put my own dick in my own ass, am I gay or a narcissist? You're a gay narcissist, obviously. Duh. At Tina Heavens 91. Just want to say we actually really love you, Dr. P. Thank you. I love you. I love all of you. Thank you so much. I, I honestly received that love. Tiffany MF. How to get out of a mental fuck. Fuck. <laughs> funk. How to get out of a mental funk. Fuck. Look, it's similar to how to get over a breakup. And sometimes when you're in a mental funk, it's a good time to do a little inventory of how you're speaking to yourself. What is your self-talk in this time? It's a great time to journal. I, I have a journal I write in almost every day. It helps me work out the cobwebs, the anxiety. It also helps me see how I'm thinking in the beginning of the day. And it's a great place also to write down some things you're grateful for, which I need to get better at. I use it more so to work out thoughts that are negative and in processing a negative self-talk in a a positive way. But I think a good way to get out of a mental funk is movement, bitch. You got to move. You can move the funk out, sweat it out, cry it out, create it out give back, like find a way to contribute to somebody else's life. I think gratitude and movement are two amazing tactics to deal with any sort of form of depression or obviously within respect because there's a lot of elements to depression and it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum, but things that are a little bit more manageable can be dealt with with some gratitude and movement. 
And also, go easy on yourself. We're all in a mental funk. This whole podcast is me talking about the fucking mental funk I've been in for the past six fucking months. Oh, she swears too much. Shut the fuck up. Twitter told me that research shows that people who swear tend to be fucking geniuses. Even though I choked on my goddamn tea. But still, I really feel that we're all going through this mental funk and that can help you through your own mental funk if you know that we're all struggling. So just know that it will pass. But it takes a concerted effort. You've got to do shit. You've got to do shit. You can't just sit still. You can't just be stagnant and expect shit to change. You've got to put forth an effort if you want to see a result. Results don't come from minimal movement. Results come from drastic changes. My therapist says, and I've heard before, there are no breakthroughs without a breakdown. Sometimes you got to break the fuck down to get a breakthrough. It's just with anything, with working out, with art, with building, with anything that you do, it takes, a, it takes destruction for creation to take place. So maybe you've got to break some shit to get out of that mental funk. And it could be break, breaking who you were yesterday so that you can become who you're meant to be tomorrow. And that shit's, let me tell you, that shit's painful. Growth is painful as fuck. And if you can accept that, you're on your way to growing. If you can accept that you're going to go through some pain, girl, you're halfway there. You're not the only one in a mental funk. So just know that you're good. You're going to be good. But you got to put some effort in. So do it. At Randy402, how you doing, girl? Sweet or salty? Woo! Depends on the day. I tend to not have too much of a sweet tooth once in a while, especially when it's that time of the month. Ooh, give me some raspberry pie. But I also like sweet and salty. Like at night, sometimes my favorite snack is air popped popcorn and I put some olive oil on it. I also put some like healthy yeast. I know it sounds gross, but it's like Dr. Bragg's healthy yeast and some salt and some mustard powder, and girl, I'm ready to go. I also like a little dark chocolate, so a little sweet and salty, but it honestly depends on the time of the month, but shit. I also have green tea mochi balls in my freezer. What am I talking about? I got a sweet tooth. (laughs) I love all of it in moderation. Sometimes I just want to eat a full pizza and eat a bunch of ice cream, which I do on Sundays and Tuesdays and Wednesday through Fridays. Ty, at Tiger at Tiger GS 55 fuck Mary kill Kardashian version go Whew. little shout out to Carly and the secret keepers club I know she does fuck Mary kill on her episodes Kardashians okay um I'm going to marry Rob because I like dick I'm going to kill Uh, is it fuck yeah fuck mary okay so i'm gonna fuck damn (sighs) i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck oh god it's a tough one how many kardashians are there's only one male kardashian i'm you know what just because i feel like i can counter i'm gonna fuck caitlin jenner because i think it'd be interesting Uh, you know like I, i what a story and before you die, you might as well try everything. And so I'm going to fuck, I'm going to fuck Caitlyn Jenner. I'm going to marry Rob. So I get in on the Kardashian empire and I'm going to kill Chris Jenner because obviously, you know, she's going to get in my way. She's going to get in my way of taking over all of the Kardashian, all the Kardashian money, you know, the whole, the whole thing. She's going to mess up me taking over their entire empire. So I'm going to fuck her ex-husband wife, marry her son, and then kill the bitch in the backyard while everyone's watching, and I'll put it up on TikTok. That's a little dark, but we're just having some fun. But yeah, I'm going to kill Chris Jenner. <laughs> Watch someone cut that part out and put it on YouTube, and then I become like suspect one. Jesus. Um, let's see. Do at Philemon Perez Jr. Do bears shit in the woods? Yeah. 
Where else are they going to shit? They might shit in a river. I'm assuming bears shit in the woods. Of course bears shit, shit in the woods. I would shit in the woods. Bear shit must be so bad. Bear shit's got to be brutal. It's got to be brutal. It's got to smell so bad. Oh, God. I might need to watch The Revenant. That was a good movie. Remember that bear attack with, with Leo DeCaps? That that was, like, legit. That That scene... Some people didn't like the movie, but he almost died making that movie, and he finally got an Oscar for it. I think he got an Oscar. But, yeah, I mean, obviously bears shit in the woods. What kind of question is that? Why am I answering this question? At Raymond276, will you marry me? No, I don't even know you. And what makes you think that you're worthy of my love? You know, like, it's not that easy, sir. It's not that easy. So back up. Shoot me a message and let me know, you know, what you're doing in your life. At Uncle Choney's. So I recently visit Tennessee. I lived in California my whole life for 30 years. I love Tennessee. Should I move? Sure. Now's the time to change shit up. Now's the time to switch shit up. Now's the time where there are no rules. We're all just taking it day by day and we're just shooting blindly into the wind. We can't see left from right. We don't know up from down. Now is time to take chances to make changes because we're all learning how to work from home a little bit more. Hopefully we're learning how to conserve a little bit more, learning what we're good at, learning new skills. I'm trying to do a split. It's going to take me another 20 years, but damn it, I will learn. Move to Tennessee. Move to Tennessee. Fuck it. California will always be here unless the San Andreas Fault snaps and we slip off into the ocean. And in that case, hey, you got out. You got out just in time and that's sending me into a panic spiral because now I want to move because I don't want, you know, to have to jump on the rope of a plane with the rock hanging out the side of it. <laughs> At Bretsky, 69er, yay or nay? I worry about it a lot. Tell me straight. You know, 69 is a dangerous position to be in. First of all, as a woman, you're trusting that that guy washed his nuts. And if you don't know him that well, you don't know his nut wash routine. Second of all, there's, what if there's butt crumbles? You know, 69 is, the success of a 69 position is super reliant upon each individual's just overall health, their overall personal hygiene. The only way a 69 is going to work is if you get the butt crumbles out of your asshole and you guys clean up your taint dust. It's the only way it's going to work. And then it's great. But everything needs to be clean because I don't want to sniff, you know, Parmesan cheese on your nuts. That's what one of my friends, Mara Heron, told me that a, a dick smelled like once. So I always think of that. I always think of that. Please keep your taint clean and I'll keep my butthole clean. Let's do our part to keep our parts clean. So when our faces are there, we're like, ah, not like, oh God, is that a piece of toilet paper? What is that? At henna, he rice, any tips to calm the fuck down if sativa gives you anxiety? Why? Or am I ever f- stuck with indicas? Look, the whole thing about sativa and indica, it's kind of debunked because there's so much crossbreeding going on with all of the plants and the different strains that while they're classified as indica and sativa don't go by that you should just go by the strain that works for you but yeah if you get a little stressed out movement helps moving when you sit down your brain starts to go too much start moving do something like either get out of the house get out of the environment that you're in get out of that fucking scenario where you're like Everyone is staring at me. Oh my God, the floor is lava. The, the walls are shaking. There's an earthquake. Sasquatch is real. I'm going to get raped by an alien probe. That doesn't sound so bad, but what if I never get to come back home? All those crazy thoughts you get when you get into those panic spirals. Get out. Get out of the room. Move. Have somebody throw you in the shower. Eat some citrus. Pine nuts are supposedly helpful for stressful, anxiety-induced high scenarios. But try it, girl. Movement, oranges. You should dance in the shower while you're eating an orange. Cold shower. Let me know how it works. Let's see. At Julie Bobuli. I just had a baby girl and really hope the whole world changes soon for her sake. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. We know that's not going to happen. The world is not going to change for your daughter. And it's not any worse than it's ever been. I mean, look at look at throughout history how many terrible things have happened. 
you know, from the fall of the Roman Empire and fucking Pearl Harbor, 9-11. There's always something that's going to go down. Everyone's like, oh, it's getting so, so much worse, is it? I don't know. World War II kind of sucked. Hitler was kind of a bitch. Like, there's always something that's going to go down. But you can teach your daughter to have confidence, to have self-worth, to have value. Teach your daughter the value of learning skills, not what she looks like, but more how she thinks and feels. It's more important to instill confidence and self-worth in your daughter as opposed to her learning how to contour her face. And while both can exist at the same time, it's important that, well, if you want to put lipstick on her lips when she's six, you also teach her another language. So it's up to you. The world is always going to be testing and, and a dangerous place, but also a beautiful place. The perspective is the important part of your daughter's ability to, to survive in the world. And that's instilled by you. So don't be a lazy fucking parent. I'm not saying you are, but you have the ability to at least armor your daughter with some skills and tools so that when she goes out into the world, she's a little bit more adjusted and able to handle the adversity and trials and tribulations. You know, she's going to be dodging dick. Help your daughter dodge dick. Let her, let her know she's worthy. Let her know she she's beautiful and she's smart. Give her the speech that was given to that little girl from the movie The Help. That's that's what you should be telling your daughter. Not, you know, shit that's not going to serve her. And also let her have fun in her childhood and let her feel safe and loved and she'll be fucking fine. I was loved. I st- some dicks still found their way to me, but I'm I- I'm fine. I'm better than fine. I'm doing great. I'm thriving. So teach your daughter a little self-worth, some self-love, and she'll thrive in this dick-ridden town. (laughs) By the way, they're all dick-ridden towns. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your daughter's going to have to dodge dick, but at least she can feel worthy and choose a dick she wants. So good luck. Honestly, good luck. (laughs) At Brianna May. Aw, like Jessie May. She says, best breakup blues cure. Ah. Kind of like my girl at Argar22. The breakup blues are legit. We all go through them. Male, female, gay, straight, pansexual, bisexual, transsexual. We all are susceptible to heartache and we're not impervious to being hurt. And I think the most important to realize is that hurt is a beautiful place to learn something about yourself. And hurt can be the breakdown that you need to have a breakthrough I think a great way to get over a breakup get some dick get some new get some new cooch but this is a hard time it's COVID so keep it safe wear a mask wear a condom try and be as safe as you can but in the grander scheme of things life is short and you're worthy of something better so just keep reminding yourself of that And if you've got to cry and just do a little at-home makeup tutorial, at-home spa, maybe take yourself to a cute little lunch, maybe get your nails done or get your butthole waxed, men and and women, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good, do it. You deserve it. That breakup doesn't define you, but it can give you tools to become a better person. It can help you realize how you occur in life and Hopefully you're not the same dumb bitch you were in the past, in the last relationship and you don't date the same idiot that you've been dating. Girls are always like, oh, why do I keep, why do I attract assholes? You know, all the guys I date are assholes. That's because you're the asshole. You're the asshole to yourself because you haven't loved yourself enough to let yourself know that you don't deserve assholes. You deserve something better. So while you've got the breakup blues, I got the breakup blues too. So does my girl Argar. So, so, so does a bunch of other motherfuckers. The breakup doesn't define you. Take a moment to take a pause and, and realize that there are things you can do to evolve in, as, as a human. He's no longer your problem. She's no longer your problem. Delete the photos. Delete the messages. Get rid of the fucking stupid cards. Maybe keep a couple so when you're 80 you can look at your box and try and remember who the fuck that was. But get rid of all that shit and realize you're worth more. 
That's why I'm getting Brad Pitt fit, bitch. That's right. Fucking. Look at these abs. Fucking getting Brad Pitt fit. You think I'm messing around? Shit's not a joke. Come on. Look at this. I will kick a bitch. I won't. I mean, theoretically. I will kick someone's ass. And the only ass you should be kicking is your own dumb ass for not growing. So grow. Grow, evolve, change, become better. It's painful. Growth is painful. But I promise you on the other side of that pain is freedom. Don't you want it? Life is too short to sit home and accept anything short of what you deserve. So get up and go get it, bitch. I didn't need to be so mean, but... Sometimes we need tough love. I know I do every now and then. Every now and then. Damn, I look really good today. I might go take a walk in my bikini top and just see whose dads are around. (laughs) Tell your dad I'm single and I'm learning how to do splits. I'm also learning how to drink my tea, but one thing at a time. So that's where I'll leave you guys. A little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more real, and and a lot of sharing what I've learned so you guys can grow and evolve. And if anyone knows Brad Pitt, let them know I'm available. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.